Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Ferenzi, and today I am joined by Catherine Nickel, who is just a wonderful person who I got to meet at Selena Sue's Mastermind in Puerto Rico. And she is an expert in so many things, including ghostwriting, copywriting, messaging, content, all the things. But I would love you, Catherine, to tell everyone a little bit more about yourself. For sure. So you kind of summed all that up for me, but... (laughs) Coming up to my eighth year anniversary ghostwriting, which I absolutely love. Prior to that, I was a social worker for 15 years. So there's been some incredible parallels going back and forth, but ultimately specializing more so in strictly nonfiction, memoirs, Mm. biographies, personal essays are definitely on a trend that we love to write about and just helping people get their voice out there. I love it. I love it. Cool. Well, welcome to the Strategy Snacks hot seat. One, so, you know, there's going to be three questions. My first question for you is what is one of your biggest business wins, celebrations, whatever you like to call it? Yeah, definitely a win. As I mentioned, my background is in social work. So a lot of times when I first transitioned into ghostwriting full-time, which had its own challenges of its own. The biggest thing that I was finding was I really creating content for people that mattered. And was I really helping people really, my brand message is use your voice to make an impact. Was I really doing that for people? And over the last handful of years, I've just been just really privileged to hear some just incredibly you know, I hate to call it incredibly traumatizing, but they really are stories. But one particular author that that I wrote for ended up her book was the message of suicide prevention among first responders. She had lost her husband to suicide. And we watched that book go on to affect real policy change. And seeing that happen really brought a whole new meaning to helping people use their voice for impact and ideally good impact. So that's definitely been a huge win that I still lean on, even though it's, oh my gosh, almost five years ago now, it's just been such a huge win that really carries me through with the other authors that I've worked with or, you know, book coaching clients that I work with now that this is more than just getting your story out there. It's what happens beyond that story and who can you impact as a result of that story. And Yeah. So that's definitely, so even though it was a huge client win, a huge win, I think for a community and demographic that needs it the most and deserves a lot of attention, that's absolutely been a huge win for me. Yeah. That's really interesting. I have a friend who's a therapist and she's currently still in training. And so she works with all sorts of different clients, right? And she also works at like the department of mental health for the city And she was saying that sometimes it's really challenging for her to code switch between like the person whose housing is unstable and the person who's, let's just say, I don't want to say that anyone's issues are petty, but like complaining about her husband, right? And how she just finds it very hard to go back and forth. And I imagine that like you had a kind of a similar fear going into this work of like, 
I'm doing this social work and really helping people who are in need. And how do I not just get trapped in this world of like, just telling fluffy stories that don't really make a difference. So I think it's very cool that not only that you get to make a difference, but that also you got to really see that in action. So turning the tables a little bit, talk to me a little bit about one of the hardest business lessons you've had to learn. The biggest for sure is not asking for help sooner. You know, I, although I joke now about falling through business, I, I really did to some degree. And I think that (laughs) that's okay. And that's probably not a unique story, Mm -hmm. but you know, when you're, when you're growing a business and a thriving business and demand is there, I just all of a sudden had no idea where to go next. The overwhelm was absolutely ridiculous, like to a point of even, should I just go back to a predictable you know, well, mm-hmm. was social work predictable? I don't know, but yeah. you know, predictability <laughs> in what a career could offer and everything from, I was sole proprietor and in Canada, taxes are not friendly to sole proprietors. Mm-hmm. At one point, the government was taking 56% of revenue and yeah. it was just, and although it wasn't just about revenue, it was a very expensive lesson to learn where I had this ideology of, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I have a business plan. I had a great mentor helping me write that business plan. And oh my gosh, no, I definitely should have asked for help sooner. Everything from a bookkeeper to Mm -hmm. helping me with business development, just, yeah, definitely a hundred percent because we don't see the gaps until we're in the gap. And I really think that an outside perspective, especially an expert in whatever that is, a hundred percent should have swallowed like the pride and let go of the ego and know that it's not your zone of genius and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's a good thing because it's like, if you try to do things that you're not very good at, it like just the cognitive work that goes into that. And then if you're like me and you hate doing things you're not good at, then it also is like the procrastination time goes into it that you really need to factor in. Um, So I love that. And so last but not least, what is one strategy snack that you want to share with our listeners? Maybe it sounds cliche, but whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you're putting out into the world, whether it be written content or verbal content or whatever, please use your own voice. And that doesn't mean that there's not brilliant copywriters and ghostwriters that can capture your voice, but Mm -hmm. please don't lose sight of who you are and the things that matter to you, because putting those things out there attract the right people. And it's not a hate on AI right now by any (laughs) stretch. I think it's a great tool, but your voice is so unique and really brings something so special to the marketplace that I just really want to encourage people to make sure whatever they're putting out is, is theirs. There are beliefs, things you align with, things that you care about because it matters to people and the right people will find you as a result of that. Yeah. I don't think that's cliche. I mean, at all. Cause I think, I think you're saying it in actually like a very literary sense, which I think is like, be yourself might be cliche, but I think this is different, right? I think that we tend to try and sound like other people or we like just hand off our copy and then it like doesn't sound like us, but for most people who are not like writers, it's hard to know that it doesn't sound like you or you. Anyways, I see what you mean. And I think that you're right. Like it's really important. And I I learned this lesson a couple launches ago, I hired someone to write my launch emails and I ended up rewriting all of them 
because they were good, right? They were good. They followed whatever way that direct response marketers say that email should be, but they did not sound like me. And I was like, I want them to sound like me. And yeah. so that was really, it was an expensive lesson, but it really definitely what you said resonates with me because I think people are scared that if they don't sound like whoever's emails they love to read, they're not good. But I actually yeah. think like, it's just that oftentimes we try to almost like silence ourselves a little bit. in it Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Fully ourselves. <laughs> exactly. And that's okay. Those are the people that, you know, that read it and consume it those are the people that are meant to be in our life, our circle, our business, yeah. whatever the case is. And too often, like you mentioned, hiring people to do that. And that's great, but just making sure that it does capture your voice. And sometimes that'll put a little bit more legwork into the hiring process, making sure that there's someone that can really capture that for you. There's nothing worse than, for example, we say to our authors, like, don't make your book make your book you don't worry about making it perfect. It will be perfect because it is you, but the last thing you want to yeah. do is then get on a stage or speak at a conference or have a conversation with a prospective client. And they're thinking, this is not the person that I read in a book or vice versa. So yeah. just, yeah, yeah, please, please, please use your voice. And I don't love it. That. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you, follow you, all those good things? For sure. So you know, like you, the uniqueness of a certain name makes this a little bit easier to find. Sometimes. <laughs> so my website for sure, Catherine Nickel, N-I-K-K-E-L is lastname.com. And it's Catherine Nickel on, I think every single platform that I make. So yeah, I love easy. it. Cool. Well, to everyone listening, make sure you go follow Catherine, see what she's up to, learn from her. Her emails are great. And we'll link everything in the show notes so that you can connect with Catherine directly. Catherine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> of course. And to everyone listening, thank you for listening in today. We'll be back with more soon. Bye everyone. Bye.